Hello, Ventura County. You are listening live to Girls on the Air. We are Real Women in Real Estate, AM 1590, KVTA. I'm Tracy Baldwin. I'm Karen Campbell. And we are brought to you by so many great sponsors, including Smart Home Mortgage, Ventiki, Janet Sprisler, Pat Papier, Vent- the Greek. Who else? We also think? have Sugarbug Dental, and Sugarbug Dental has just opened a brand new store in Camarillo. Oh. Yeah. And so Parker's, Parker's beautiful braces. Her teeth are so straight. They look so great. I know. They do. They're beautiful. They have opened a new Camarillo office in uh, Mission Oaks Boulevard at 4021 Mission Oaks Boulevard in Camarillo. And so now they have two locations, Oxnard and Camarillo. Okay. And we have Jose Navarro with Inside Out Termite. He's going to be on the show today talking about termite, the little buggers that, that eat our wood, right? Yes, exactly. So how's your real estate going? Well, everything's sold again. So everything that I've had is now in escrow or closed. Um, so I've got a couple listings coming up. They're absolutely gorgeous i can't talk about them yet but i will be talking about them next week uh i will be taking a listing on one tomorrow and then hopefully in the next week or so we'll be taking the other one so um but yeah everything is sold i had a little um snafu with an escrow where i think the buyers on my listing um actually got their loan approved before ordering the appraisal because it was an out-of-town appraiser which is fine but um I didn't hear, we were on day 15, I hadn't heard from the appraisal, or appraiser to come see the house, right? But when I talked to the agent, she said the loan's approved, and then the appraiser called me, and the appraiser went out there, and it came in low, and you know, the buyers had to come up with funds because it didn't appraise, but I hear that's what some lenders are doing now to save buyers money, to try and get more buyers, is say, you, we won't charge you for the appraisal because we'll make sure your loans are approved before, and that's not really ethical because, you know, day 15, you're not supposed to be getting the appraisal. You should be getting it, like, within the first, you know, five to seven days. So that was a little bit tricky, so I'm going to watch out for that one. So what happens is, is if they put it through the desktop underwriting uh, program and it comes out that they're approved, they can waive that appraisal if the appraised property has been appraised in the last year either with a refi or if they purchased it within the last couple of years they can waive that appraisal because it's been done recently right so but they, they didn't have an appraisal recently I, oh. I think they were just waiting to make sure that they should pay for an appraisal because you know you got to pay for an appraisal Yeah, you do yeah, and then when I talked to someone from out of um, town they told me that that's what a lot of people in LA are doing now to save buyers money and you know lenders are saying hey listen we won't charge you an appraisal you know unless your loan is fully approved to try and get business and it just we'll, ha- we'll have to ask Larry about that because I don't think yeah. that's very ethical well we can also ask Danielle Sisk about that because she is coming on our show today she actually owns coastal range valuation services which is an appraisal service oh, nice. okay good and so that's an appropriate question to Absolutely. ask her yeah so that's exciting yeah so do you have any properties you have still listed for sale or are they sold i do too? i have 202 wisteria a mobile home park in buena ventura mobile home gardens over there um it is actually in escrow but we're taking backup offers so and it's 170 nice little three bedroom two bath mobile home and I think the space rent in there is like 600 But I just closed Albany yesterday, 741 Albany. And I will be getting one, though, soon here near the Ralphs. And I can't say the address yet because I don't have it in writing. In but, writing, yeah. But how are you seeing about offers? Um, I, I made an offer oh, on uh, – my so, buyer made an offer in Oxnard the other day. How many offers do you think were on the property? It was, I'll just tell you. The, pr- the price was 525 how, ma- how many offers do you think there were? 20. Exactly 20. <laughs> and what did the property go for? Um, seventy-five thousand over. Six fifteen. 
Okay. So, you know, I'm dealing right now, too, with sellers who want us to pump up the price because it's because the market's so hot for sellers right now. But really, that's not the tactic. You really need to price it right because you'll get several offers. Right. Um, you because know, of the demand. Because of the demand. Correct. Right. Yeah. And that price range, you know, a lot of people are buying in this in five, six, seven hundred thousand. Right. So. So we had one this this last couple of days. We sold a property and it was listed at seven fifty nine. There was thirteen offers. Mm-hmm. We came in at eight hundred, just to be sure. We removed all of our contingencies, and there were thirteen offers. They took the top five, which we were the bottom of that top five at eight hundred. They were all over eight hundred, and they, they countered all? all of us back. Yep. Highest and best, or what? Yep, highest and best, and we came in at eight twenty seven five, and we happened to get the property. Yay! So, but it was a what challenge. was the listing price? Seven fifty nine. Oh my! So it came up a lot higher than you over had conventional asking. buyers or cash. Conventional buyers. No. I'm not seeing a lot of cash because I think cash buyers honestly won't pay that much. No, they know cash they... buyers want a deal. Right. But what they don't understand is cash is cash is cash. Cash is upfront cash. Cash is there at the end of the loan, and so therefore cash will always be cash at the end of the day. Right. So sellers know that. Yeah. So, so they like cash because it's quicker, too. There's no loan. Right. You, know. you don't have those contingencies from the lender. Right. So it is a little better than that. But in this market, with everything over full price, yeah. cash is cash. Right. Right? Right. So it's an interesting market. I feel I feel kind of bad for buyers because... It's hard. It's so competitive. Right. Absolutely so competitive that they're just not able to make their best deal and have that be it they just don't get the property i know it's tough we've written five offers for that buyer also. oh yeah we've written i've written several yeah for, um i have va buyers and i've written dozens it's just really really hard right now right so we want to say thank you to all of our great listeners who called in last week for the hotel irwin or oh was it two that weeks was ago? so fun yes. yeah and um we do have a winner it was mario masquez and um He's going for two nights. He's very excited. I think he was a first-time caller. Oh, and awesome. And he's taking his wife. Yeah, we had about a dozen people call and get through and give me, give us their names. And I reached out to all of them and put them in the drawing, and Mario won. So congratulations, and thank you for listening. Yes, absolutely. Congratulations, Mario. Well, we have a great show lined up for you today. We are get, having Larry Reyes from Smart Home Mortgage. He hasn't been on the show for a while, and he is going to give us a mortgage update. So there's lots of things going on. Um, we'll actually talk about a little bit about open houses. They're trying to open that back up yeah, again. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. And that's just, it's kind of a nightmare. I kind of looked at all those forms. <sighs> um, <laughs> and we also have um, Jose Navarro from Inside Out Termite. He is going to give us some tips on maintenance to keep your home in good shape and away from termites. And then Dr. Tony O'Donnell is going to talk about a natural safe way to lose weight after COVID. Mm. And we have a great guest today. Her name is Daniel Sisk, and she is a broker with Keller Williams, and she is also co-owner of Coastal Range Valuation Services. And she is going to be talking about this appraisal process and kind of give people an inside scoop on how that is. So we have a great show. We're going to tell you everything that's going on over the weekend in Ventura County. Uh, There's some pretty fun things out there. So... Stay tuned. We'll be right back. 
Hi, I'm Larry Reyes with Smart Home Mortgage. My team and I are here to offer our clients and real estate partners more options and more products than any local bank or credit union. When others can't get the job done, we can. Finding you the right product at the lowest rate, at the lowest cost, is what we do. Our team is dedicated to closing loans in 30 days or less with excellent communication along the way. You can find us at the Large Tower in Oxnard, Morgan Stanley Building, 300 East Esplanade Drive, Suite 105. We're on the main floor. Or give us a call at 805 853 3030. Find us on the net, smarthomemortgage.net. Our licensing information is NMLS number 1569054. My individual NMLS number is 233573. Our California DRE number is 02012912. And my individual DRE number is 0150-7079. The number you really need to remember is mine, 805-853-3030. Yes, you can still move, downsize to the right size, and do it all gently and, most importantly, safely, as many have throughout this pandemic with gentle transitions, California's moving magicians. Just give us a call at 800-619-3049. That's 800-619-3049. Or email ezmove at gentletransitions.com and you're on your way to your new home. This is the most dangerous year for landlords in U.S. history. On January 1st, 24 new bills came into effect putting landlords right here in Ventura in jeopardy of jail time, massive fines, and losing their homes. COVID-19 made it worse. I'm Janet with Formatic Property Management. If you haven't made massive changes to the way you treat your investment this year, we need to talk. Don't be a statistic. Schedule your consultation today at formaticpropertymanagement.com forward slash Ventura. That's formaticpropertymanagement.com forward slash Ventura. We have many homes in life. The homes we live in, the homes we visit, the homes we dream about, and sometimes home, well, it's just a feeling. At Sugarbug Orthodontics, they are on the cutting edge of oral care technology. Sugarbug offers a variety of services for you and your family's orthodontic needs. Invisalign, digital x-rays, interceptive ortho, all while making you feel at home. Sugarbug, orthodontics, welcome home. Parker's getting her braces there. We will follow her progress. Give them a call, 805-985-2400. That's 805-985-2400. Welcome back, Ventura County. You are listening live to Girls on the Air. We are Real Women in Real Estate, AM 1590, KVTA. I'm Tracy Baldwin. And I'm Karen Campbell. And we have Larry Reyes with us from Smart Home Mortgage. Hey, Larry, we're so glad to have you today. How are you? I'm doing great, Karen. How are you? Hi, Tracy. Hi. So tell us a little bit about what's going on with the mortgage market, because everything seems to change daily. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it does, and today we have lots of new changes. No, just kidding. Um, you know, actually, we are <laughs> not too many changes. Things are still moving along as they were. Um, we're still seeing difficulties for self-employed borrowers. Uh, that's probably the only thing that I would say is uh, of concern right now with the mortgage business. It's just the self-employed borrowers are having a bit of a tough time. Lots of documentation to close a transaction up. Well, and that's mainly because if you have a business, you've got to prove that you actually have income today. Correct. And that's and that's difficult for a lot of businesses because some businesses receive income, you know, at certain parts of the year. Um, and 
right now that's not going to work if you have uh, a mortgage that you're trying to close. They want to see income today. So what do you do, Larry? Show bank statements or? Yeah, we do have to show bank statements. We also have to show uh, invoices or any type of a transaction receipts that maybe you've given to your clients or um, build out to your clients. So they want to see activity today, very mm-hmm. recent. And so are they going to are they going to count like if you have a contract out with a, a client, are they going to take a look at that contract and say, yes. well, you've got a $50 million contract coming out? You Correct. Know. They, they will do that. And a lot of times they do that actually for agents. So, you know, agents obviously, they're not closing a transaction every single day, but they may be in escrow. So they're looking for the actual purchase contracts. They're looking for CDs, the, you know, any type of documentation showing that the agent is a, an active worker. And so what about the jumbo market? How's that doing? Jumbo market's actually a good thing. So that's a nice question that you brought up. They're, they're bringing back a lot of jumbo products. So we're seeing those come back every day, new products from different banks and different institutions. So those programs are, are doing well. We're seeing, you know, bank statement programs. We're seeing, um, again, the P&L programs. These are all ties to the jumbo loans. So lots of new programs out there with jumbo. Still 10% down is the primary, uh, what they're looking for, but lots of different types of documentation that you can use to get that. What is a jumbo loan? How much? Anything over, anything over the county limit. So our county limit in, in uh, Ventura County is seven thirty nine four fifty. Mm-hmm. So for looking at a loan at anything above that is considered a jumbo loan. Okay. And then, then they're controlled by the actual bank that's issuing the loan, and it's not a Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac, uh, or FHA or VA guidelines. It's just banks. Individual guidelines. Larry, have you ever waited to order the appraisal until you had loan approval, official final loan approval? I think the buyers on one of my transactions did that. I had the listing. You know, I don't do that. Yeah, I don't um, think it's very ethical. Do you? No, I, I, I don't. I don't do that. Yeah, because normally <laughs> that sounds like they were maybe questioning their own pre-approval on it. On I mean, clients. How so. long does it usually take when you order an appraisal? Well, right now that's the problem. The appraisers are backed up. And they're taking two weeks, uh, sometimes a little longer. So it's important to order them right away. That could have been it, too, you know? Yeah, could have been it. You know, but I am seeing some interesting things going on. There's a lot of um, a lot of lenders out there that are, are concerned with getting the loan approved just because of the guidelines out there can be a little stricter. Again, if it was a self-employed borrower, I can see that they were concerned with getting the file approved before they spent the money for the appraisal. Right. So you just never know. Right. Absolutely. So what about the non-income, non-owner uh, loans that are out there? Lots of non-owner uh, investors out there right now buying. There Everything. Is quite a few, yeah, there is quite a few investors <laughs> that are doing the no-income documentation loans. So, again, so those are 20%, 25% down. Um, the banks are issuing these loans to those investors without any type of income documentation, they're basically qualifying them on the proposed rent on the property and taking that into consideration and saying, well, they're going to rent the property out. It's going to cover the mortgage or it's going to be really close to it. And so there's no income documentation required. Hmm. And so how is the how is the refi market? Has that really slowed down now? Because our interest no. rates are still well, really good. Yeah. So that was a good question, too. You know, we had a lot of movement, and we saw them starting to go up, and we saw them starting to get into the threes and a little 
higher, some of them were getting into the fours, and now we're back down into, you know, the high twos again. So wow. rates are fantastic. Lots of refinance transactions going on. People looking to pull cash out. People looking to just lower their payment, lower their rate, shorten their terms up. Lots of activity. Awesome. Larry, tell people where they can find you and your great team at Smart Home Mortgage. They can find us at the tower in Oxnard, the big towers. So we're at 300 East Esplanade Drive, Suite 105, right on the main floor. My number is 805-853-3030. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Larry. We appreciate you. We we would you love both. to we would love to have you on more often because there seems to be so much conversation about these mortgages. So, yeah, well, one day we need to do uh, we need to definitely do like a, a long discussion maybe about some non QM products. So the the products that are stated income, the products that are bank statements, the products that are no income documentation. Because so many people ask about those and you know what's going on with those. So. Yeah, we'll, we'll work it out. Okay, great. Thanks, Larry. Thanks so weekend. much, Larry. Thanks. Well, coming up, we have um, Jose Navarro with us. One he, of our sponsors. He is with Inside Out Termites. He's eaten termites. I know he said that, right? Who I eats don't think he's, termites? I don't think he's kidding either. He said, I don't think so either. That's the that's problem. Kind of gross. But. Exactly. Well, the thing we are doing today, we're giving a $25 gift certificate from the Greek at the harbor away today. Uh, so give us a call, 650-1590, 650-1590. We'll be pulling that name at the end of the show. And um, stay tuned. We'll be right back for Jose. This is John Syatt, president of Century 21 in Everest, California. These are certainly uncertain times, and yet home is our refuge. It's our safe haven. Recognizing the importance of home ownership and the role that it plays in our community, Ventura County has deemed real estate sales as essential. Buying and selling homes can be a very stressful process. We understand that. As a result, we have over 400 professionals in our community, and we've been in our community serving you for over 30 years, serving you, our neighbors. If you have any questions about real estate or the market or you need assistance, and buying or selling a home, visit our website at century21everest.com. You can find a home there or you can find an agent to help you with all of your needs. As a community, as neighbors, and as friends, we are here to help you. We're going to get through this together, so be safe and be healthy. We have many homes in life, the homes we live in, the homes we visit, the homes we dream about, and sometimes home, well, it's just a feeling. At Sugarbug Orthodontics, they are on the cutting edge of oral care technology. Sugarbug offers a variety of services for you and your family's orthodontic needs. Invisalign, digital x-rays, interceptive ortho, all while making you feel at home. Sugarbug Orthodontics, welcome home. Parker's getting her braces there. We will follow her progress. Give them a call, 805-985-2400. That's 805-985-2400. Opa! You don't have to travel to Greece to enjoy the food, dancing, music, and culture. The Greek Ventura has it all. Healthy, traditional Mediterranean foods, fresh, daily seafood, succulent steaks, cozy up at the fire pit on our newly remodeled patio, open daily for lunch and dinner, brunch on the weekends, extended happy hour from Monday to Friday, 2 to 9 p.m., all overlooking picturesque Ventura Harbor, where the parking is always free. Go to thegreekventura.com. Opa! Come on, 
Welcome back, Ventura County. You are listening live to Girls on the Air. We are Real Women in Real Estate, AM 1590, KVTA. I'm Tracy Baldwin. And I'm Karen Campbell. And we are giving away a $25 gift certificate to the beautiful, wonderful, tasty restaurant, The Greek, one of our sponsors down at the Harbor. Take $25. That'll cover your lunch and probably a glass of wine, too. So give us a call, 805-650-1590, 805-650-1590. And we have Jose Navarro with us today. He's from Inside Out Termite. He's one of our sponsors. Hey, no, hey, Jose, how are you? <laughs> I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Th- thanks for having me back on. I appreciate it. No worries. So we just want to know if you have some tips that you can give to our listeners to keep termites out of their home. Yeah, uh, a good painter. A good, yeah. a good painter. <laughs> find a good painter. Yeah, I mean, it, to, to kill them, you get a termite guy, right? You get someone that knows how to. It's been around long enough to knows what they're doing with termites. But to keep them out, yeah, get a good painter. Get someone that knows, you know, a little bit about termites themselves um, and knows how to really seal those gaps um, where there's, um, you know, raw wood um, that lead into areas where you have raw lumber. Um, but can, can I, let me say one more little thing. I did a little experiment with different types of wood to see which one they preferred the best. Um, it, it, so I did like redwood, pine, Douglas fir. And what I found out more than anything as far as what they, what I, what I ended up finding out was that they not only like all three of those softwoods, but they like the cut end. They like the little end cuts where saws kind of rust up the surface huh. instead of those instead of those smooth surfaces. So where you have a fascia board butting up against like a rafter tail, yeah. like boards butting up against others where the cuts are kind of, you know, butted up, that's where it, it, that's where you want to spend your, your money really sealing up those joints because that's where they like to get right back in. Jose, have you ever been to a house that does not have termites? Um, I mean, I, I've been to houses where I couldn't find the termites. Okay. Um, it, it's just so funny. It, 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 People, it's, yeah. it seems like when the termite report comes in, it's like people are shocked. And I, it, you have you have wood and you live in California, you're going to have termites, you know? Well, and the climate here is so... Well, it's like having a car. You're going to have a mile on it. You know yeah. what I mean? You're going to get more miles on it. So it's just, it, it it surprises me sometimes when people say, oh my gosh, you know, we have some termites. It's like a given, I would think, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I, get, I get those for every now and then where people are like, yeah, you know, come take a look at my house or, hey, I got this listing and you're not going to find anything. It's, it's clean. And um, so I have to, from the get-go, just kind of uh, educate people on how, you know, you know, for one, our, our inspection is a little more detailed than the average person where we're actually, you know, uh, physically probing at the lumber to look for those hollow spots that may look solid um, until you tap on them. Then you find that they're hollow. And then... Um, you know, there's certain little joints that we look at to, to find them. But, it, but in a lot of cases, yeah, these things crawl into dark spaces where, where no one's going to ever see them. Um, and, and all they need is about an eighth inch of a gap, and, and they disappear into those voids, and and uh, and, and you have them. And, and you, maybe you don't ever realize it until maybe you remodel your kitchen and you open up that wall and realize, wow, this stuff has been here for, you know, decades. Uh, judging by the amount of damage uh, that I've seen it with, with some of these uh, remodels. When you fumigate, um, do you get rid of every single termite, or how does that work? That, well, nothing's 100%, mm-hmm. I, have, I have to admit. And, and I think no, no one can really claim that because, you know, we don't go in and open up all these wall voids and, and crack open all this lumber. But from the, from what I understand how does these these fumigates work, it gets into all those voids that that uh, oxygen found its way into and, and, and knocks them out um, that way. So in, in regards to treatment and, and the percentage, um, I don't know. If I had to take a guess, I would say it kills somewhere between 95 
to 100 percent of your termites when you fumigate. Um, but yeah, and that's just a guess. That's assuming that the chemicals work in the way it is. And, and from what I've seen, you know, because we've done construction after we fumigated houses, and we see the results. Like I said, we, we step open those old boards that had damage, and we see the dead termites. And in some cases, you even still start, kind of see them kind of crawling around, but they're, they're sort of uh, sickly, and they're turning kind of yellowish because they're slowly dying off. So when you fumigate, it doesn't instantly kill them all. It makes some of them kind of sick where they, they soon, within um, you know a few weeks, they, they completely die off. Um, yeah, from those fumigants. So, yeah. Jose, how often should somebody get a termite report so that they so that they know? So, is it like every two years? Is it every five years? What is it? Yeah, I, I, I suggest every two years. I used to suggest that every year when I was younger, but I, I didn't really know as much. But now, now that I'm, I'm realizing that you need to give termites and also, you know, fungus is a little bit of time to sort of make it make themselves kind of obvious. To the inspector because we're not you know we don't have x-ray vision so we kind of depend on them making the mistake of of, 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 of of surfacing and leaving those droppings out so we can find them and that takes a little bit of time so you want to not re-inspect so often you want to give it a couple of years and, and uh, uh so you, you, like i said so you can find that that uh, evidence so the evidence is obvious yeah. and, and so how often so when you get a, a termite report done and you have a fumigation how long is that good for you know the warranty depends on the company. Um, you you get you get a three year warranty with with us. Others will give you two. Um, you know I, I offer an extension of that warranty for an extra fee. Some people will 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 you know charge you up front for that extra extension. I like to give people the option to 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 buy into that. Um, you know um, after the three years is expired, so they're not completely overwhelmed with the, with the, the pricing. Jose, um, what does the yeah. warranty cover? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So the warranty um, covers just dry wood termites. So if you fumigate a house, that warranty will just cover dry wood termites because these things live in the structure alone. Now, there's another type of termite called the subterranean termite, and that fumigant doesn't um, knock them out completely because those guys live in the ground and up in the wall. So when you fumigate a house, it kills those ones that are up in the walls, but those ones in the ground need to be treated in a different manner. So the warranty doesn't cover the other type. You have to you have to treat the soil to kill subterranean termites um, at the ground level. Yeah, um, and you know, and if, if if wood repairs are done, there's a one year warranty for wood repairs. I like to go back and kind of check on our, our work to make sure everything's kind of held up before the warranty expires. So if I need to retweak some stuff, um, you know, we'll do that for no extra no extra charge. Um, but yeah, it all depends on what you bought into. That's what the warranty covers. You are wonderful. Absolutely. We're so glad to Tell have you. Tell people where they can find you and your business. Yeah, yeah. Can I say one more thing really quick? Of course. Listen, there, there's, like I said, there's, there's this myth that why kill termites? Because they just come back and yell. And it's true. They can come back the very next day after you take your, your tarp off of your house. But they don't come back in the tens of thousands that you probably started off with. You want to bring it back down to zero and then do it again in another you know, 10 to 15 years. So mm. that whole misconception of them coming back is true but not completely uh, reasonable but yeah. w- what is the fear for termites that the house is going to fall over because they're not dangerous to a person right i mean they're gross but they yeah can't... and like you guys said earlier yeah yeah i have eaten those things you can totally I mean, eat you really have of these <laughs> yeah absolutely they, they 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 taste like i said they taste good to what? me they do oh, and everybody prefers um they uh, but i i don't go around and like you know you know, go up in someone's attic and just spend time up time up there eating termites. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I just do I it as a joke. I will eat your termites. Kid, 
<laughs> I mean, that would work, I guess. Um, but it, it was, um, um, gosh, um, God, I forgot what the question was. So what's, what's the, the threat of a termite? Oh. The, the termite, the house is going to fall over? Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what you, you want to avoid having to rebuild walls okay. and, and, uh, because they can destabilize houses. But for the most part, they cause these open sores that allow more termites. Since you want to mm. you want to really secure the exterior and seal them from getting right back in and causing more trouble. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's it's uh, yeah, it's got a lot of different reasons for why you gotta. I mean, there's a lot of different reasons for why you need to. We'll let termites. we'll let you go eat your termite lunch. Have fun. <laughs> a side I'll, of termites. I'll bring them into the station next time. Next time you come to the station, I'm going to bring some in and, and we'll see who, who takes. Oh, who no. Okay, good. So, Jose, <laughs> no. give everybody a phone number where they can find you. Okay, uh, you can find me at 805-658-2994. You should do some marketing with that. I'll eat your termites. I will even eat your termites <laughs> inside out. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. If I don't get your report to you within a day, then I will eat a, yeah, uh, uh, take, I'll take a shot of termites. <laughs> <laughs> oh like my goodness yeah. <laughs> all right well have a great weekend we'll talk to you soon <laughs> thanks tracy thanks Karen. Bye. so coming up we have dr tony o'donnell he is the owner of radiant greens in calabasas california and he's going to be talking about a natural safe weight loss tip uh after covid so stay tuned we'll be right back Hi, I'm Pat from Pothier Hypnotherapy, and I'm located right here in Ventura County. Just open a newspaper, watch TV, or even get on social media, and you can see all the negative things that affect our lives. In my practice, we focus on the positive. We want to assist you to be the very best that you can be, to live your best life ever. I offer a variety of services under my three main programs of diet-free life, weight management, smoking sensation, and overcoming trauma. See, we all have something that holds us back. I can be reached through my website, pothiahypnotherapy.com, or call myself, 818-468-0777. We all deserve happiness, peacefulness, and love in our lives. Call me. Again, that phone number, 818-468-0777. Get ready for an island paradise at Ventiki Lounge in Lanai. Located in beautiful downtown Ventura, Ventiki features the best in traditional cocktails, modern tiki drinks, Polynesian-inspired cuisine, and even sushi. As soon as you step onto the lanai, you'll feel the warmth of the islands with our tiki waterfall, wahini mural flower garden, hand-carved tikis, and a fire pit for those chilly island nights. As you listen to the music of the islands, you will love our famous Kahlua pork sliders, Sabu coconut chicken, or a trio of sautéed tiger prawns atop sushi rice towers with a mango curry beurre blanc. And we'll always have our classic Mai Tais using the original 1944 recipe the best in town. So take a break and head down to Ventiki. We're located at 701 East Main Street on the corner of First Street and Main Street. Give us a call at 805-667-8887 or find us on the web at VentikiLoungeInLanai.com for our full menu. Ventiki, an island oasis in Ventura. My daughter is almost a teenager and let me tell you, Billy Clower's Dance Company in Ventura has changed our lives. Kids, put the phone down. Start dancing. Parker is taking jazz, acro, contemporary ballet, and now competitive cheer. During the pandemic, they're dancing outside. There are classes available for boys, girls, and adults. Go to BillyClower.com, mention Girls on the Air, and get a discount. That's BillyClower.com. Welcome back, Ventura County. You are listening live to Girls on the Air. We are Real Women in Real Estate AM 1590, KVTA. I'm Tracy Baldwin. And I'm Karen Campbell. 
and we're real excited to have Danielle Sisk with us today. Welcome, Danielle. Hi, ladies, hi. and hi, listeners. Thank you so much for having me of today. Of course, of course. We're so excited to have you. So Danielle is also a realtor. Oh. She is with Keller Williams uh, Realty here in Ventura. And is she, that down by the beach? It or? is. Oh, yes, nice. Yeah. Very good. I love exactly. that office. So, so she good. also owns Coastal Range Valuation Services with her husband, Brian. Oh, okay. And um, they do estate planning uh, appraisals. They do appraisal management. Um, now, can you do appraisals for your own clients? So what we have is an appraisal management, and we have a panel of appraisers. Okay. So um, we run... So yes and no, me as a real estate professional, I do not um, use our company. So um, that would be a conflict of interest, right, right. Nor, sure. nor do I have my um, a husband appraise the any property that I have the honor of either listing or am representing the buyer on. Yeah. Uh, he would just take a pass on that. Okay. Yeah. Okay, now is his background lending or? He is a residential real estate appraiser with over uh-huh. 25 years in the industry. He okay. is a certified uh, residential appraiser with an SRA designation from the Appraisal Institute, as well as an RRS, which is a review designation he has review experiences up to 40 million dollars in the high-end market all over the united states so do you guys work for banks is that how it works or lenders i guess yeah so a direct lender would be our client um a bank um typically if it's a national bank we'll use a larger appraisal management company where we have a very small niche market where we cater to local lenders oh that's nice local uh, we use local appraisers on our panel so none of our appraisers live more than 20 to 25 miles from the subject and we actually try to keep it within that five to ten mile radius because we feel very strongly that you have to know your market that's yeah that's really important you get someone from you know i don't even know santa barbara down here i mean it doesn't hurt us because they're you know probably higher but you know send a ventura appraisal appraiser up to santa barbara you know or an la appraiser up here it just doesn't seem like it would work just like the geographic location in real estate you know we try to keep it 45 to 50 miles and other than that you really can't know your market right in a in a professional detailed way so walk us through the appraisal process okay so like we were talking about earlier so your offer gets accepted you send the you let's be you as a realtor right now so you send your um um, your offer, your accepted offer over to the lender, right? Mm-hmm. So walk us through when the appraisal happens and what happens. So once the um, lender gets the okay that our offer has uh, been accepted, they go ahead and order everything ASAP. That is what I request and I say get on the appraisal as soon as possible because two things happen. The appraiser is also very busy. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the buyer or agent that's representing that particular seller can't get the appraiser into the property within a few days. So therefore when you're only dealing with with five-day work weeks, Mm -hmm. um, it's very easy for the appraisal inspection to take place maybe the early part of the following week, which can push the whole process back uh, up to two weeks. Yeah, like I was talking earlier, our appraisal took on day 16 they did the appraisal doesn't that seem long that does and you really have to be on it when you push the lenders Um, in my opinion you have to be so in with everybody as a team it's a team effort to make that happen if the lender can't get it ordered fast enough then you you uh go with the borrower to call the lender and get it get it done you're just working as a as a team to move forward now when i when on my real estate hat when i submit that offer i move that contingency period to the 21st days to match the loan because i know oftentimes they do not coincide and i'm not releasing that loan contingency until i have that appraisal you bet never do that have you seen that where they look at the loan first before they order the appraisal and make sure that the loan is fully 
approved? Well, they can't get full loan approval without an appraisal. See, that's what I thought. And this, the, the, a lender in L.A. told me that that's what a lot of lenders are doing in L.A. now is they're waiting for full loan approval, quotes in the air, then they order the appraisal just to make sure the buyer should pay for the appraisal, which so I had never heard that. It's conditional loan approval is what they're talking, and they're not they're not they're, it's yeah. not fully approved yeah it, it's it's not it can't be without the appraisal they, right, they yeah. need the valuation because they need to see That's the ratio of loan to value and well it was weird though too because once we got the appraisal in no because she told me the loan was approved after when the appraiser went out there and i said how can the loan be approved so the appraisal came in it came in low and we didn't accept it we you know they had to come in with thirty five thousand dollars more cash to go up to the um you know the offer right when we said that they would do that like literally the next day they had full loan approval. Docs were ordered, and we closed like in two days. Well, as soon as they get that appraisal in, they they have completed their package, and they can submit that a lot of times via uploading it to the system. It was system. just very, very fast yeah, yeah. after that happened. It was like very, very, very slow, and then it was like, boom, we closed two weeks early. It was yeah. like... Could be that they had an idea of what the valuation was going to be, yeah. and then they already had everything preset. Yeah, that's that ethical. Yeah. That's not very ethical, no. Well, it depends on. It's hard to say without yeah. knowing the details yeah. of what happened. If the appraiser had a hard time getting into the property, if they were backed up. Yeah, I didn't hear from him. I heard from the company that hired him. They, you know, made sure they had my contact information. They told me his name, his number, and I called him right away. Left a message and called him again the next day, again the next day, and then he finally called me back. And then he made it for the next week. And then he was thirty minutes late to the appraisal. It was just a very strange. Yeah, transaction with that. It wasn't very professional, but I didn't know the lender, and you know, I probably should have scrutinized more. Mm-hmm. But so, in our appraisal um, management company, when we have a situation like that, when appraiser is not being um, communicative with the um, the agent to facilitate the inspection, um, we are also calling that appraiser, and we put a lot of heat on them in a very professional but yet um, kind way yeah. to let them know that they need to move on this. That there's no time is of the essence. Right. You know. How many appraisals do does an appraiser normally do in one day? It depends um, on what they feel comfortable with, how large the parcels are. Um, for instance, if the parcel is a 40-acre parcel, perhaps they'll do one because they have to drive six or seven comps, and some of the comps could be up to 100 acres. Mm-hmm. So you're all day in the field. But typically, your typical tract home, I would say a, a typical average day could be up to three appraisals and maybe four. Um, sometimes um, when you get to that fourth one, you know, you, you just, your brain doesn't work as well. It's, you're tired. <laughs> you're tired. Because yeah. you're driving the comps as well. So, you yeah. know, each, you're driving the listing comps, you're driving the sold comps. So it does help property. you guys when we bring comps to you. Absolutely. Okay, Thank you good. for bringing that up. Because on the appraiser end, when the properties are priced aggressively for the market that's in an accelatory way, like it is now, yeah. when the values aren't keeping up with the lit, the offers, or the, the, the closings, because right. everything is in arrears, so you have to think, so the appraiser doesn't get that data unless they call the agents. They right. don't, we, we, there's like a two week delay. So um, w- with that said, you just, you just wanna- Bring <laughs> comparables. You wanna bring comparables so you know, and, and it proves to everybody that you're making an educated um, listing uh, price based upon the reality of, of what's going on in the market, not just what the seller wants or what you're, negotiated what you can right. sell for right and i know you taught me this a couple of years back is bring all your backup offers yes because yes. and i didn't know that when i started I've, I've been doing this 12 years but i didn't know that because you know now there's tons of backup offers um 
And um, it helps, you know, if you have a backup offer, then it shows that people really are willing to pay that price. So that's, you know, $100,000 over your list price, but you got three backup offers. So three other people will pay that price. So here, appraiser, right? Exactly. And so what happens oftentimes those offers come in as as, uh, values, clusters of value, right? Mm -hmm. You'll have some that are real high, you have some that are real low, or you have some in the middle. And so the appraiser, when they see all that data, then yeah, they can make an educated guess. And they may not go with the one that's 125 over the list price, but they may go with the one that's 75 to 69 over the mm. list price, and then because there's two or three there. What about upgrades? So does that work? And, and do, do you suggest agents go out there with like a list of all the upgrades, like typed out? You know, they've got wood floors, they've got you know new cabinets, that, you know AC. You know, what do you think about Extremely that? Extremely helpful. Okay. Um, there is depreciation on that over mm-hmm. 25 year period. Um, so, but basically, yes, any anything that a, a buyer seller or agent that knows about upgrading on the property um, is very helpful, especially anything in duct work. You know, you can't see. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Danielle, we're gonna take a quick break and when we come back, we're gonna talk more about this. So stay tuned, we'll be right back. Hi, I'm Larry Reyes with Smart Home Mortgage. My team and I are here to offer our clients and real estate partners more options and more products than any local bank or credit union. When others can't get the job done, we can. Finding you the right product at the lowest rate, at the lowest cost, is what we do. Our team is dedicated to closing loans in 30 days or less with excellent communication along the way. You can find us at the Large Tower in Oxnard, Morgan Stanley Building, 300 East Esplanade Drive, Suite 105. We're on the main floor. Or give us a call at 805-853-3030. Find us on the net, smarthomemortgage.net. Our licensing information is... NMLS number 1569054. My individual NMLS number is 233573. Our California DRE number is 02012912. And my individual DRE number is 01507079. The number you really need to remember is mine 805 853 Worried about the impact of estate taxes, long-term health care, lawsuits, creditors, or probate on your assets and family? Interested in making sure your final wishes are followed? This is Rick Siegenfeld of Siege Law, and we are here to help you with all your asset protection, trust administration, estate and Medi-Cal planning needs. For a complimentary consult, give us a call at 805-250-1930 or email us at contact at S-E-I-G-E-L-A-W. Again, 805-250-1930. This is the most dangerous year for landlords in U.S. history. On January 1st, 24 new bills came into effect, putting landlords right here in Ventura in jeopardy of jail time, massive fines, and losing their homes. COVID-19 made it worse. I'm Janet with Romatic Property Management. If you haven't made massive changes to the way you treat your investment this year, we need to talk. Don't be a statistic. Schedule your consultation today at formaticpropertymanagement.com forward slash Ventura. That's formaticpropertymanagement.com forward slash Ventura. Hi, I'm Pat from Pothier Hypnotherapy, and I'm located right here in Ventura County. Just open a newspaper, watch TV, or even get on social media, and you can see all the negative things that affect our lives. In my practice, we focus on the positive. We want to assist you to be the very best that you can be, to live your best life ever. I offer a variety of services under my three main programs of diet-free life, weight management, smoking sensation, and overcoming trauma. See, we all have something that holds us back. I can be reached through my website, pothiahypnotherapy.com, or call myself, 818-468-0777. We all deserve happiness, peacefulness, and love in our lives. Call me. Again, that phone number, 818-468-0777. 
Welcome back, Ventura County. You are listening live to Girls on the Air. We are Real Women in Real Estate, AM 1590, KVTA. I'm Tracy Baldwin. And I'm Karen Campbell. And give us a call, 805-650-1590. We are giving away a $25 gift certificate to the Greek. I mean, have you had their hummus, their tabbouleh? So, and now I'm hungry, right? It's and delicious. delicious. It's delicious. And you know, they're, oh my God, what is that cheese? That fried cheese is so fat. Oh, I don't know what that fried cheese is, but it is delicious. They like burn it and it comes. And, oh my God, it's so good. Anyway, you get a $25 gift certificate at the Greek. And I'll tell you what, you can get the hummus dip, a glass of wine, the fried cheese, right? Yep. So give us a call, 805-650-1590, 805-650-1590. And we might even have a little tiny bit of sunshine here coming up because it starts happening about 1 o'clock. Oh, and yeah. it goes away by 3. So oh, it's, really? It's a small, small window there, right? Two hours, get to the Greek, right? <laughs> well, we're real excited to have Danielle Sis with us. She is a broker with Keller Williams Realty in Ventura. That's so and great. she's also... Um, an appraiser, a co-owner of Coastal Range Valuation Services, which is an appraisal company. That is so great. I bet you help your clients so much because we don't know what goes into, I mean, we know comparables, but I mean, it's so nice to have that inside knowledge, you know, what really goes on in an appraisal. Thank you. You I feel it really hones in on my um, marketing skills as well, because I can, when I'm out there in the field, you know, just uh, out there marketing myself. I uh, very much talk about the number of sold listing uh, compared to listing prices, absorption rate in month, list to sold ratios, days yeah. on market, the whole shebang. We should probably call you when we're listing a property. <laughs> oh, say, thank you. I'm not kidding. Give us a, you know, especially now in this market, I'm finding, you know, this is um, one I just had, you know, sellers, they're here, the prices are so high. So they want so much, which is great. But like we were saying earlier, don't go too high because we went really high on my last one and we didn't get close to the listing price. And um, I mean, we're closed, we're fine and whatnot, but you know, you can go a little um, optimistic, but you got to be realistic, right? Right. And it's very important to just focus on what's closed. A lot of people get wrapped up in what is listed. Yeah. And what it's listed for. Mm -hmm. And so what I do, you know, certain times is I'll call the listing agents and say, can you tell me what you're in escrow for? And a lot of times they won't because they they don't want to divulge. But sometimes they'll say around lists, whatever. So I kind of know that they got that price. But really, yeah, people, you have to know what's sold. It's got to be closed Mm -hmm. because that is what officially someone paid for it. Your home is only worth what someone will pay for it. That's right. We you always know? say the buyer set the price. Yeah. I mean, you could, you could want a million dollars for your house. This is my last client. How much do you want to put on the market for? A million. You're not going to get a million, but I will, you know, do what you want. But, you know, you don't want to upset people too and uh, kind of turn people off too because it's obviously too much well you just have to educate them that's what this whole process is about you have to educate them about what the sold comps are and how an appraiser is going to look at these same exact figures that we're looking at right now in order to price your property so one of the things danielle is real important is to um, understand what a fee appraiser does Mm -hmm. so a fee appraiser does many many things a fee appraiser can help with the valuation of an estate when somebody has passed this away. This is from the test. Oh, yeah. Remember fee appraisal, appraisal. Date of death appraisal forensic work. We, there yeah. you go. Okay, so tell us what the difference is because I never knew, but I passed. So when you have an <laughs> estate and you need to, ha- to value the asset when someone passes away, 
um, you know, it's a very emotional time for a lot of people. So we, we take that into consideration. We do practice our real estate um, uh, appraisal company holistically. So um, basically, we just we take a date and it's all about the numbers and we just go back. It's very easy, as a matter of fact, um, just to go in the MLS, punch in the date, find those um, sold comps. Um, we don't use listing comps, um, so everything's sold and we cross-reference with another software called uh, RealQuest Pro. Um, and then combined collectively, um, the appraisal gets Now that's like for a probate is what you're saying. Yeah, probate, date of death, or, mm -hmm. or also considered kind of a forensic. Um, sometimes forensic is fire damage. So what do you do when the family says, well, can we make it higher? Well, it <clears> depends <throat> on if they want to pay more taxes or not. Usually they don't do that because it's, it's, ta it's a tax value basis. So oh. usually when you have an estate and your property's in a trust, you're gonna go get that appraised right when you get it in the trust. Mm -hmm. You're gonna establish a basis value. 25, 30, 15, whatever years down the road and that person passes away, that uh, value, uh, that property needs to be reassessed. Even if it's the death of one spouse, after the death of the second huh. spouse, it'll be reassessed again. So that is your collective tax basis and that you bring that to your CPA. Right, okay. and that's what goes to probate court also. So when, when you have a fee appraiser come out and do an evaluation for you, it can be for uh, a death, it can be for a divorce, it can be for a fire. It can be for water damage. It could be for a lot of different things. So the point that of bringing that whole situation up is that Danielle is a fee appraiser company, and they can help with all of those services, not just an appraisal being done by a lender and closing a transaction. So there's right. a lot more function to an appraiser than just appraising property oh, for a loan. That's interesting. That's correct. And also the form is different. So all it conventional is, loans go on a Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac 1004. Okay. Um, when you do a probate, appraisal, dissolution of marriage, any kind of forensic work, anything for insurance, you're going to use a form called GPAR, G-P-A-R. And um, that is a non-lending form. You're not allowed as an appraiser to use a lending form on a non-lending uh, situation. Oh my Those gosh, are, it's so confusing, yeah. right? Yeah, Same well, there, it's kind of like our business. There's so many forms. There's a form for every single thing. Yeah, yes. there's a form the, for a the form. Appraisal you know? is, the appraisal is no different. There's a form for every single a thing. Form for and a form for a form. if you were to contest an appraisal, say it, it came in really, really low, and you didn't bring in your um, multiple offer situation, or you didn't bring in your backup offers to show that appraiser that there are willing, able bodies that are going to pay X amount for that appraisal, and they come in low, you can contest that lower appraisal Recertification to come of value. up. Recertification yes. of value. Request. How much does an appraisal cost about? Depending upon the property, but is typical it appraiser size? about $600 to... It, is it um, based on size? or it, it can be. It can be based on complexity. If the home is a 5,000 square foot home, mm. it's going to cost more than uh, two and a three... Uh, you know, a 2,500 square foot home in a tract mm -hmm. neighborhood. Custom properties take uh, cost more. Rural properties, horse properties. Because you got to go out there, like you said, and spend the day looking for comparables. Yeah, and if there's multiple outbuildings, those all need to be um, inspected on the inside and measured. What about? Do you think it's important or um, good advice for a homeowner to get an appraisal before they list the property? If there's uh, indecision about what to to list it at, yes. Oftentimes, an appraiser will uh, be a little bit more conservative, and then they'll, um, whereas the the agents will be a little bit more aggressive mm -hmm. with the pricing because we can see we're in the field. We can see the increase of pricing um, 
in a more real-time way where the appraiser, again, is going in arrears on the um, data. Have you seen something like this before? This is the first time I've seen in, yes. like a market like this where it's just $100,000 over list price. I've seen this market before. Was this, yes. was this in 2007? <laughs> is this what happened? 2005. Yes. 2005. We're really? higher than 2005. Really? Yes. Oh, yes. Statistically, we are higher than 2005. Yeah. And if you look at the if, that the graph over the last 20 years for the amount of listings, we are at the lowest oh my point in history. Why do you think that is COVID, probably? One no, of them. No. I just um, think it's housing starts, and we haven't done yes. a good job as a state to provide the amount of new starts that we need to. And we've not done that for 15 to 20 years. I mean, now it's starting to catch up with us. And... We just haven't done a good job doing that. Now, in Ventura County in particular, my opinion is because we have oil country in the back of our of our mountains, right. we are very linear, linear in our community. We, there's not much to be built upon here. Right. And for many years, this was a very small community, resisted a lot of new building. Now we're seeing that um, that shift a little bit, mm -hmm. seeing a lot of new developments. And then we have a high quality of life here in Ventura County. Yeah, it's, People keep coming. Yeah. It's still, what is it, the last affordable beach city in yep. California? I yes, mean, it's, it is. it's beautiful. You can still buy a house on the hill for less than a million. Mm -hmm. um, you know, that's going to probably change but um you know and, and you had the beach and everything i love it here so much i grew up in huntington beach mm -hmm. and so like my parents house you know when they bought it, it back well, i don't even know in the 80s they paid who knows two hundred thousand, whatever now it's worth like 1.3 and it's not it's not upgraded at all whatever <laughs> you know i mean i'd much rather have a you know eight hundred thousand dollar home here but um so are you having issues with appraisals coming in so it is a, and it can be an issue. There are some um, situations where it did not make the value. Now, what do you do? Do you call? Do you tend to call the agent and say, "Listen, I'm having an issue. Do you have anything else?" We call the loan officer. Okay. Um, if it's a really huge discrepancy, then we'll put the brakes before we even finish the report and just kind of let them know this is going to be an issue. Yeah, it's but oftentimes Brian will go ahead and and or the appraiser will just go ahead and turn it in because, as we say in the industry, it is what it is. Right. And Can you challenge it? Have you have you done the challenges? Um, we have had those uh, requests for increase of value, and so sometimes we'll go ahead and look at it. And occasionally, the adjustments that the appraiser made may be a little bit more on the conservative side. So sometimes that value can change just a little bit. But yeah, but hardly not, ever, huh? It's not very typical. Um, you know, a lot of times the appraiser is going to dig their heels in and say, "Yeah, here's well, the it's cost. their professional opinion." And it's all about condition. What about VA appraisals? Are those tougher? VA has a particular uh, panel. We do not have a VA uh, panel okay. of appraisers. Um, they have their own panel. Are they tougher, though? They are, and they're issued by the VA. Probably more on health and safety concern? Is that what? I think they have a whole host of lists, a checklist that they go by, and it is um, along the lines of an FHA, mm -hmm. but a little bit more um, uh, health and safety. Okay. It's more about condition. Yeah. Condition, condition. of property with a VA offer. It has yeah. to be in working, healthy good condition in order for them to lend on it. Okay, a conventional loan is easier as an appraisal yes. than an FHA and yes. a VA. Why? Because yeah. you're putting more money down? Because FHA, you have to do a, a what's called a head and shoulders inspection of the attic, and you have oh. to call out any um, handrails that aren't there, any missing cracks and steps. And um, gates by the pool, gates, all that? uh-huh, yeah. That's interesting. Oh, whole host, a whole host of an, another overlay on top of what Freddie and Fanny so, Danielle, tell everybody where they can find you. And if they need an appraisal, a fee appraiser, um, 
be sure to give them your phone number. Oh, okay, well, well, do you have any listings right now as a realtor? Do you want to pitch any listings? I unfortunately I do not have any listings, but thank you so yeah, much. Well, there's no there's no <laughs> listings out there's there really. So. I had one coming, but she changed her mind. Yeah, yes, yeah I have one coming, nice. but you know, until it's in writing, I don't believe it. That's, that's what right. I say. But you have buyers, I bet. I do. I have a handful of buyers. And we and, all have a handful of yeah. buyers, and we're trying to get those offers accepted. I and need we've been, a mobile home in Moore Park for one of them. Oh, okay. So yeah, I have a mobile home in Ventura. Would, oh, okay. would they move to Ventura? Um, I'm not sure, but we'll talk. East Ventura, we'll, we'll, we'll talk. talk. <laughs> Tell us so, Danielle yeah. Sisk, I am broker associate with Keller Williams. You can reach me by calling me direct at 805-559-3284. Or if you're interested in learning more about our appraisal management company, please visit our website at coastalrangevs.com. That's coastalrangevs.com. And you can call that same phone number I just gave, 805-559-3284. Call me direct. For your right. real estate needs too, right? For my real estate, for any real estate needs, all real estate valuation. What? That's it. <laughs> I bet your dinner talk, dinner time talk is fun. You know, real estate and uh, appraisals, right? <laughs> it's never a dull moment in the house, and the kids are really gleaning a lot of information when they when they do. Start they want to be appraisers or realtors. My daughter uh, says re- no. Real estate law, that's the only option for them. A good. Yeah. yeah. There you yeah. go. No, no, I know. <laughs> my daughter's like, no, mom, you're always on the phone. You're always doing things. Your clients are always calling you. I'm like, well, we love it, Parker. It's fine. Exactly. It's well, a blessing. I hope you all have a great weekend. Thank you so much for listening today. We are Girls on the Air, Real Women in Real Estate. Go to our Facebook page. It's updated and great looking great Girls on the Air. That's on Facebook. And go to our website. Great. Share have away. A great week. Share away. Yes. Share away. Yes.